Um, what kind of terrible poetry do you have for me today? I need a nap. All of the same, <laughs> and yet somehow worse. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I feel like this is interesting. Like, this is the best part of this podcast, that I thought your poetry was terrible. I had no idea. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008, when I was in high school. Each week we hear a selection <laughs> read aloud for what may be the first time, and we'll examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities, always asking, why in the world did I write this? I'm Aaron, and I am dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey into my old private journal. And Dave, you are continuing the trend uh, of contributing to this podcast with a poem. Contributing is a very strong word for the garbage that I'm doing. I, I, I'm waiting for this uh, um, eloquent speech. Oh, okay, okay. Podcast. Why do this thing? Purpose drips from our mics. Form and function turn to disgust. Aaron. Okay, so I know that you've been um, experimenting with various styles, expanding yes. your repertoire. Yes. Um, and the listener's repertoire, considering yes. the garbage that I put forward. <laughs> so what, what style are you introducing to us today? This is what is called the Sin Cane. Oh. It's a five-line poem uh, that has two syllables, then four syllables, then six syllables, then eight, and then two. Um, and I did, like, a surprising amount of research on this. And okay. by a surprising amount of research, I mean I visited multiple Wikipedia pages. Well, more than one is a lot. <laughs> more than one. I'm, I'm very impressed with myself. Yeah. But my favorite thing is that I was trying to figure out how to do this. And I found a website that like gave you the definitive rules for sin canes. And I thought that was going to be really helpful. And the definitive rules are, it goes in multiples and it has to, absolutely has to have a rhyme scheme of A, B, B, A, 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 B, A, B, A, A, B, 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 A, A, B, C, B, A, or it can be free verse. Interesting. So essentially, like, there's a hard and fast rule that it has to have a rhyme or it doesn't. Now, you said it, it's, it goes in multiples. Go through the, um, the syllables again. It goes two, four, eight? Two, uh, two four, six, eight, two. So That's then, not a multiple. Oh, a multiple no, of two? No, so like when they say it has to go in multiples, there are some sin canes that are four, uh, four, eight, twelve. 164. Oh. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm glad that you brought this to us because um with that newly established goal of mine of introducing an actual poetic uh term or phrase within this podcast that we I don't know, we've done often on the last couple times. Mm -hmm. Um I didn't have anything prepared for this poem, so Booyah. We got it. We got it covered. Speaking of this poem. Oh, uh, do we have to? I I really don't. But <laughs> 
this these are the parameters that I have set for myself. That's fair. That's so fair. I, I follow. The poem that we are going to hear today comes to us from that same fateful day, December 5th, 2005. Um, this poem is called Rage. Okay. <laughs> At least try, Dave. I can't. I, I can't. Okay. Yeah, I know. I this. <clears throat> I feel a rage that cannot be explained. It boils deep in my heart, being held back by an invisible barrier. I feel rage because of fake friends and backstabbers. I feel rage because no one can know me. I want to be understood, but that will never happen. Oh, the cringe on your face. <laughs> I So looking at this. Oh, sorry. We need to do first impressions before structure. Yes, first impressions. Dave, oh. other than that cringe that was plastered on your face through most of the reading. Yep. First impressions. Um, again, this is a universal feeling that everybody has and is expressed in the exact same way that every you know, teenager who doesn't know how to write poetry expresses it. Yep. <laughs> oh, there is nothing new under the sun and nothing new in the wolf journal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only my, my wolf journal could resemble uh, the wisdom of Ecclesiastes. Um, <laughs> yeah. First impressions reading through this. it. I just want to like shake my head at my former self calm down buddy yeah uh, it's it, it's not as bad as you think the person who wrote this poem desperately needs a warm blanket a nice cold glass of milk and a hug <laughs> yeah yeah okay structure okay i have a big structural question yes um so looking at the poem yep i see that on the fourth line it appears that there are two spaces in between I and feel. Uh, is that done intentionally, or are you just bad at typing? I think I'm just bad at typing. Um, Microsoft Word is telling me that is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, nope. I want to spend some time on the word rage. Okay. I was thinking rage is a very specific choice here. Because, and this is me being like a high-minded intellectual, um... Rage, to me, uh, is all about the Incredible Hulk. Oh. Again, not where <laughs> I thought you were going to go no, with that. But... No, Well, no, I, I just, I think rage, um, rage for me is active. I think, like, people flying into a rage is more often where I hear that word used rather than feeling rage or feeling a rage. Mm. I see rage as more of a verb and, like, people feeling angry or frustrated or upset. Yeah, I agree with you. I think rage is is often thought of in that context and that the Hulk goes green only so often. <laughs> but he's uh, always angry. Aaron. He's always angry. That's his secret. Gosh, we're so cool. <laughs> um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I was slightly hesitant to even bring this one forward. Mm -hmm this word 
almost has an entirely new context. So I'm 16 years yeah. since since I wrote this. I think we have seen rage. Right. And it is terrifying. No. Yeah. We've seen this this kind of uh, emotion play out on our news in very, very depressing and uh, raw and disturbing ways. Yeah. And so when I came back to this poem and read the title, I just was so almost worried about my previous self. Oh, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> and I was like, how could I ever identify with this kind of emotion to use that word? But I think in, in I think the context was slightly different, slightly. Yeah. I, I I think, or or I was more blind to it, and so I used this word maybe more innocuously mm-hmm. than um, how it might be heard on the page. But also, I think that that is a valuable perspective to lift out that we have seen rage play out on me- in the media and in communities, and we know what that looks like. But this isn't rage playing out. This is rage being expressed in a poem, in a journal. Like, I, I think that there is something to be said for rage is something that can be expressed, but it can boil over. Mm. And that's often what we're seeing. We're not seeing anger play out. We're seeing years of anger play out, you know? It's kind of that whole straw that breaks the camel's back. Um, Like incidents of road rage, it's not one person having one bad day. It's a person who has, like, is in this cycle of rage. Um, And so I would say that the, the... the ability to express that rage in a healthier way, such as writing it down rather than taking action on it, is kind of a wonderful thing that I worry our modern society is missing out on. Yeah, maybe I, I, I agree with you in that there's clearly some emotional processing that went into this journal. And perhaps my, my lovely wolf journal was that invisible barrier. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that held back this rage that boiled within my heart. Um, but I, I think that the, the cycle of rage is different now in that these kind of emotions could go into a journal, be processed and moved on from, Mm -hmm. and nowadays these type of emotions get put out in the public on a Twitter feed, on, um, on a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, they, 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 they get cycled out there. They get thumbs up, they get shared and they get, um, reworked and re, uh, revamped and recycled into just a movement of rage. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and that, I hate going back to TikTok all of the time, but that is the issue with TikTok and with Facebook and, Uh, with all of those algorithmic-based social media platforms where, like, I I know that I... Okay. I recently had to do a cleanup of my Facebook, uh, of my news feed on Mm -hmm. Facebook because there were people that I would go and check their page every day knowing that they were going to post things that were going to bother me. That would and boil I, your blood. Yep. Exactly. I was I was telling myself, it's I, I want to keep an eye on them and make sure everything's okay. But really it was, I want to like scratch that bit of my brain that just wants to feel hate. 
Yeah. Like I just, I, I want to feel that because there's something powerful in that. And those people kept showing up on my newsfeed. And then I started getting advertisements for people that those people were sharing. And it became this cycle of, I want to feel angry. Mm -hmm. And wow, is that a powerful emotion? Yeah. So like, it, it's the same as writing it down, but rather than writing it down and processing it, it's writing it down and then writing it down again and then writing it down again and then writing it down again and have it just being blasted into my eyes 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, um, I mean, you can see just the emotional range that happens within one day of writing. Yeah, I have why I have rage which coming off the backs of why makes a little sense. I'm frustrated. Sure. I'm not understanding things that are going on. I'm clearly lashing out at a friend group that I think doesn't support me in this, um, what I thought was a valiant effort of trying to regain, uh, uh, or, or not regain, what is the word? Um, rekindle. Re rekindle, yes. Rekindle yeah. a, a relationship. Um, they're not supporting me, so they, don't, they clearly don't understand. Yeah. So this comes out. And then the next poem, um, that follows is more of a reflection again on uh, the relationship and yes it's piney again but that anger hmm. that edge is gone it's gone entirely in the next poem hmm. so i think there is something to to processing it once and closing the book yeah and leaving it for a while right. um, <laughs> but but like you said we get those feedback loops that mm -hmm. that bring us into cycles of and it, it doesn't have to be rage. It can be cycles of um, depressing news. It can be yeah. we're exposed to so much more yeah. than ever before. And I don't mm -hmm. think our, 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 her brains are structured for that. <laughs> yeah, I think we've, uh, we've explored the, the, the rage. I am interested. I joked that the Wolf Journal was the invisible barrier. Yeah, what the heck is the invisible <laughs> barrier? Like you're talking about something that's boiling in your heart. So... The invisible barrier, is it your rib cage? You're such a literalist, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I will get into symbolism and figures of metaphor when you start writing symbolism and no. figures of metaphor. <laughs> no, that's fair. That is very fair. Uh, yeah, the invisible barrier, being held back by an invisible barrier. Yeah. Be it love? No? Be it love. <laughs> Too corny? Be it you know the love and understanding of family and friends who actually are true friends and not backstabbers <laughs> i was gonna say passive aggression but sure that works too uh, mm. yeah no <laughs> i didn't grow up in minnesota <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it is nice to know and i can tell my 15 year old self that uh people do know me uh, they know me pretty well um and i think i'm fairly well understood mm. by, by friends and family alike okay do you agree? Yeah, I, I really think that fundamentally, we as individuals can't be understood. Because that would mean that we as individuals are internally coherent. Okay, I like this. I like this train of thought here. So so you're going to argue with me that we in fact, can't be known and just understanding that it is not a rageable rageable is not <laughs> rageable does not deserve rage worthy of rage is not yeah. worthy of her thank you <sighs> um i think that that's one of the beauties of humanity is that like i will never fully understand my wife 
uh, because she is also in the process of understanding herself in the same way that she can't fully understand me because I'm still trying to figure out who the heck I am and what I should be. So yeah, I think there's the idealized version. There's the, the face that we put on for being out in public. Um, then you get into the whole concept of like the different faces we put on for different groups of people. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that we can do better than seeking to be understood. Ooh, ooh, <gasps> that's uh, St. Francis. I think it is, yeah. Yes. So uh, St. Francis, really strange guy. Mm -hmm. He preached sermons to birds. Um, he was kind of an ascetic. He, he gave up absolutely everything and spent his entire life only serving other people. Just an incredible, uh, incredible person to learn about. Uh, but there's this prayer that he wrote um, that's all about being an instrument of God's peace in the world. Uh, where there's hatred, we should sow love. Where there's injury, pardon, doubt, faith, despair, hope. Wonderful. And then he gets into this second section. Uh, o Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. It's all about placing, uh, placing the importance on others and seeking to understand. And I think it's valuable to seek to understand yourself, to seek to understand the people around you. And that's kind of that interplay of what it means to be understood. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I think that the, the emotion felt in this poem of, of no one can know me, I want to be understood, it gets at that that feeling that we we truly do want to be understood by people, right? But the way we do that is to seek to understand each other. I mean, I if if I were to just sit in my own little box, I can come up with a million different ways to imagine myself, right? And and no one else would know that, and so how could they know me? How how I understand myself? Yeah. But when we get in community with one another and or or in um loving relationships with one another hmm. we we define each other um by um me seeking to understand my crazy two-year-old yeah. <laughs> uh not only the sentences she's trying to create but right. like, like her own interests and and um the things that she is up to in this world uh she's learning about herself through how we understand her yeah um, Oh, that's crazy. Uh, you hit the nail on the head there. We think about children in that way. We try to understand them as they try to understand themselves, as they learn about themselves and grow. And at some point, we forget that. Like At some point, we imagine that this person is fully formed. And then it's just, oh, no, they're, they're simple again. Yeah, we're not fully formed. We're always forming. Ooh. You could tell we're two pastors. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which way do we want to take this? Do we want to talk about the Reformation? Or do we want to talk about not being conformed to the world, but be transformed by the power of God? I like I like uh, transforming grace. Uh, mm. That's where I'm feeling it today. Nerd. We've gone off the rails again, I think. Right. Uh, we, and most likely none of this will make it in. Cause, like, yeah, that's fair. I try and hit that 19 minute mark, but this is fun. Yeah. So. I mean, this was a good conversation. Yeah, it was. Okay, Dave, we're going to end our time with the 
Oh, I had a, I had something for this. Now I feel like Archer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. Good or garbage, Dave? Oh, good or garbage. I'm trying to come up with a really good metaphor for this. And I honestly have nothing. I have no metaphor for this. I think that this poem has value. It, it, I can see that it hurt you to say that. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like I need to take a shower after mm -hmm. saying that. I mean, the, the value isn't in the poem. No. The value is in interpretation. And we had some good thoughts on how other things work. So I would say that this falls squarely in the middle of good or garbage. I'm going to say that this is very clearly or. We're going to end our time this uh, week as we end every week with the words of a true poet to soothe that rage with boils deep within your hearts after hearing us speak for so long. <laughs> the poem we will hear today is called Hatred by Gwendolyn Bennett. And this is the first half of the poem. I shall hate you like a dart of singing steel shot through still air at even tide or solemnly as pines are sober when they stand etched against the sky. Hating you shall be a game played with cool hands and slim fingers. This has been my bad poetry. <laughs> now go write some of your own bad poetry. <laughs> uh, oh, that was good. That was fun. You got problems, man. I do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Rhyme free, Rhyme does, free matter. does matter. Does matter.